watch this. I want you to put your hands together and welcome him to the stage. Big round of applause for the Black Delegates Podcast. Y'all heard, take it from the top. One, two. My mic sound nice, check one. My mic sound nice, check two. My mic sound nice, check three. Are you ready? Welcome. To the Black Delegates Podcast, the dopest, the best, the most gangster, the realest, the trillest, uh, the greatest podcast of all time. Was he sure? Might have been a question. (laughs) Statement. Might have been a statement. But it's facts. Big facts. This is episode 182. We are recording on... November 15, and Shonda is already yawning. She's ready to go to bed. She's tired. Same, same. She's like, let's get this thing done. I've got to bring some energy. Some energy. Need y'all to to up the energy. I am the Ghetto Phenom with me today. Got Sleepy Shonda. How's it going? What's going on? We got uh, Dozen Paul, Boxwine Poppy. Was good. Salute. And we got the Black Ryan, who likes to chew with his mouth open. I am that nerd. Don't say I like to chew with my mouth open. I told you I like to aerate when I'm alone so I can get the flavors. It goes through your palate, through your nose. You smell at the same time as you're chewing. This is an art that everybody should do. Try it. You'll like it. I'm going to decline on that one. Just, just give yourself gas for no reason. Okay. <laughs> I didn't say swallow the air player. What you do? That's what you do. <laughs> you just chew it. Chew don't and, swallow. Is that just saying? Chew don't swallow. Okay. Gotcha. So we are going to give you give you an early alert, and we'll give it to you again at the end of the show. So uh, the Black Delegates Podcast has decided we are not podding. On holidays or holiday weeks. So next week, the week of Thanksgiving, we will be taking a week off. So don't look for us next week. You can go back. You can listen to some of the old episodes. You can catch up if you haven't been listening to us for 182 episodes. Actually, 183 if you count the pilot, episode zero. Then you can go back and just binge. If you just started with us like 30 episodes ago, go back and binge 150 episodes on Thanksgiving. <laughs> don't spend no time with your family. Don't, spend no time. don't watch no football. Don't, don't eat no food. Just listen. Right, don't even talk to your relatives, man. Just listen to the black delegates by yourself Facts. in a dark room. Exactly. It's dedication. And if you do that, we'll uh, send you some some pics of, of Ish's uh, struggle plates. <laughs> yay, yay. Yeah, Phenom definitely got them struggle plates. I don't understand how y'all call them struggle plates when my str- my plates be stacked to the ceiling. I, this is what I want to know Sean, from Sean, the Sean, podcast. He, everything t- touches everything. He's got everything t- like the, yes. the greens are touching the. It's, it looked yeah, like a landfill. I need I need I need like a at least a centimeter of separation between all things. I can't I can't <laughs> have all that just just piled on top. And he ain't of got no Dixie that. plates either. He got the Dollar General family dollar plates. <sighs> Oh, no, about that's... to tear. He got five plates stacked on top of each other, so he can hold. Nah, that's that's not facts. We definitely got to have the heavy duty plates going on. But I'm gonna do a survey. I'm gonna do a survey on the gram. Uh, follow us at Black Delegates underscore between Black and Delegates. I'm gonna do a survey to see whether our listeners, whether they like the partition plates where your food can't touch and you only got a little bit of turkey, a little bit of 
yams, or whether you just stack it all on top. Look, I man, think I think our listeners are the stack it on top type. No, 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 nobody's putting nobody's stacking chitlins on top of the the sweet potatoes. No, man, that's just hey, you, man. That's just you. <laughs> hey, the sweet potatoes make the chitlins sweeter. That's what you got to do, man. Put it all together. <laughs> Anyway, let's get to this week in blackness. Shonda looks the most disgusted, so I'm going to make her go first. (laughs) Anything with chitlins, I'm sorry, it's just like I have this stank face, like just instantly. It just, y'all eat those things? Thank you. Thank you. Just, yeah. just phenom, oh, just phenom, just phenom. He's, he, he, it's, it's slave food. He's he still likes, a slave. He likes, he's still, he's still a slave. slave Shitlands, hog moss. Uh, oh, no. I don't I know even what that know is, what man. Like, is. All these things, like, <laughs> it's basically it is, chitlins. I know it's slave food. <laughs> yeah, disgusting. Hey, get you some deep fried chitlins. You drop it in there with the deep turkey. Fried. Just throw some chitlins up in there. Yeah, man. I haven't done pork in Hot over sauce. twenty years. I'm I'm all good on all that. Did you grow up with it, Shonda? Uh, not chitlins, but pork. Yes, but I stopped eating it when I was okay. in my early twenties. Gotcha. Yeah, the smell. I don't believe it. Vicious. Woke. I don't believe it. Oh, that's true. I just bought a She's huge ham today, Shonda. Is she the one to say I don't eat I don't <laughs> eat pork, but I eat bacon and pork chops? Mm-hmm. No. Right, right. <laughs> that's what most of them say. Not at it's all. The same way when folks be like, "Ah, uh, you know, he don't count or she don't count." As yeah, soon as we get off the podcast, Shonda be getting some pork chops. Negative. She be getting some bacon. Negative. Bacon. I can't even bacon. stand the smell she of it. Be sneaking. That's disgusting. Anyway. Bacon. <laughs> wow. Anyway, how's your yeah, week in black? It was good. It was good. I um, I've been putting my vaccine. Was it pork filled? No, not pork filled. I've been putting my vaccine to the <laughs> a test. Pork filled yeah, weekend. <laughs> I went to a barbecue and had some ribs. No, <laughs> no, but I've been putting my vaccine to the test this week. But um, been doing some of everything. Like I've been getting out there, like for real, for real, and it's been scary and fun at the same time. Um, Saturday, I went to. I was invited to a friendsgiving. Like literally at the last minute. I know it's actually really, really fun. So um, lots going on there, but I didn't know everyone there. was. So I was comfortable like at first and then like all these people started coming in and I'm like, who are these people? And like in my mind, I'm like, are they vaccinated? And, you know, some people that, you know, I met before, you know, were coming to approach with like hugs. And then I think probably with one person in particular, I think my eyes got really big and she was like, it's okay, I'm vaccinated. And then she just came in for the hug, didn't even ask, but it uh, was it was fine. We'll see. Definitely, I'm glad we're not potting next week because if I'm sick, then I'll have a, a week to recover. But um, anyway, so then aside from that, I had probably the worst takeout restaurant experience I've ever had in my entire life. Mm. Yes. What type, What kind of food? Italian. Tell us. It was Italian food. Oh. And I scheduled a pickup online for um, 6.30, but I did it at 5.30 because I had to run a quick errand. So I arrived, scheduled it for 6.30. I arrived at the restaurant at 6.28 and outside it had like a little sign. It said, call this number. We'll bring your food out to you. So I was like, okay, cool. So I called. And the guy answered the phone and he was, you know, he asked me for my name and I was like, you know, hey, I'm here. I'm in spot number six to pick up my order. He was like, okay, we'll have it out as soon as it's ready. And they were super crowded. So I was like, okay, fine, whatever. It's 628. They're probably still packaging. I had 
two, like a, a an appetizer, an entree, and then I had a dessert. The dessert had ice cream, and then the appetizer had like seafood in it. So that'll come treating yourself. I really was like wow. I was really treating like, and it wow. it was not cheap at all. So anyway, so flex. Um, no, not at all, but. <laughs> so I made a phone call while I was waiting on them to um, bring the food out. But the phone call ended up lasting quite some time. I couldn't get off the phone. 30 minutes passed by. Finally able to get off the phone. I don't have my food. I call back and I speak to a lady and she's like, oh, she's like, what's your name? And I gave her my name. And then she's like, okay, we'll bring it out as soon as it's ready. So by then I was like, okay, well, I scheduled this literally an hour and a half ago for mm-hmm. a half an hour ago so to be picked up. So right. um, I decided to just go inside. Um, and then whenever I went inside, the hostess was there and it, it was really busy, but the hostess was standing there and on like the little countertop next to her was my order. So I just grabbed the mm. order and I walk out. But then when I got in the car, I looked at the receipt. My order had been sitting there with the ice cream and the seafood. Disgusting, right? Since 6.02. So they packaged mm. all that stuff up and put it on the counter together. So the the like the like entrees were still warm. The ice cream was just like soup, basically. Yeah. So I mean, because it's been sitting yeah. out for like a half an hour at least. I'm, I'm still going to eat it. Don't worry. I'm st- I'm still, I was so <laughs> angry. Like, I mean, like that was just, I mean, and honestly, like with the amount of money that I pay, like it was just, it was really, really, really off-putting. And then by the yeah. time I drove it home, it just was, it was a mess. Like, so I called. You ain't, you ain't get the ice cream remade or nothing? Yeah, I'm going to say some of that stuff they could have redone. You could put the shrimp in the oven. They offered to, but then at that time, I didn't, I didn't trust it. Like, I mean, for their, yeah, honestly, yeah. like for the, and because I called and the guy was like, I can. Shonda's one of them. Mm-hmm. Shonda's one of them. When she mad, she is I done I was like, I'm you. done. I yeah. don't even want your food. <laughs> I was like, nope. Let me introduce you to an air fryer, Shonda. Let me introduce you to an air fryer. Just throw it in for two minutes. You're good to go. Oh, and I don't own a microwave. So, I mean, there was no really... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, let's talk about that. I don't believe in it. Pardon? I don't. You don't believe in microwaves. Don't like you don't them. believe in one of I'm, the greatest inventions of all time. Not to say I don't believe in them. I just don't. I don't care for them. So no, I, I don't own one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I used to, no, but I threw see, it out. Uh, we we might have an Aaron Rodgers situation. <laughs> yeah, here. Now, Shonda, <laughs> are you vaccinated <laughs> or are you immunized? <laughs> I am immunized. <laughs> <laughs> so hold on. So if so, hold on. So if you want to watch a movie. You doing the popcorn? The old you got to go find like the like. Where do you find the old bags of popcorn? No, I pop my own. Kernels. She got the, like I have a, a big thing of like Oral Redenbacher. I use my oil and what I are do you a stove doing, top. Girl, no, melt my own butter. She got, you, yeah, no, I don't like movie like microwave popcorn. So you're Amish. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm about to say. <laughs> she make her own butter. Amish. She, she had her churn her own no. butter. But no, anyway, so it was a terrible experience. I got my money back, but I was furious. Like, you want to put them on blast? Put them on blast. Get, get, give out the name of the restaurant. Put them on blast. Come but on. no, but honestly, it took them to today, and it, it was uh, quite a few days ago they were supposed to refund my money, but I got an email today that it was all taken care of. So I'm happy. Mm. But it was honestly, it was more yeah, about the, like, I didn't really care about the money. It was the fact that they put my ice cream and had it just sitting out. Like, 
for half an hour? Like, why, who does that? Like, I just felt like the operations are really bad. Yeah, they usually, that's the last yeah. thing they put in there. Like, if you say you hear it, like, they'll put that together. Exactly. For so, yeah. But no, I didn't trust them to remake it. I was just done with it, and it was it was ruined. So, I just wanted my money back. Sound like the kitchen. Which, kitchen the, ice cream got, the ice cream got port products, and you know Probably. that, right? That's why it's called gelato for a reason. <laughs> gelato. Jello. Gelato. Where it comes from. That's hilarious. <laughs> Do you know, uh, like, that reminds me of something that I realized recently. And it, it, I was saddened to figure this out. And it's that, with the exception of Target, maybe, Curbside is dead. Like, Curbside was this great thing that came out of COVID-19. Like, we were all didn't want to go in the store. Yeah. And Curbside used to be dope. Now, whenever I go to a restaurant, the Curbside is trash. Working. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I went to... I went to what Cracker Barrel was a Cracker Barrel. I think I went to a Cracker Barrel recently, ordered some food, just like you. I called them, I'm like, "Yo, I'm outside," or I think they actually have it where you can enter it on the app or the website. So I'm on the website. I put in the code, and I wait, you know, five seven minutes, nothing. So I put it in again. I wait, nothing. I call. They don't even answer the phone, and then the guy parked next to me who was there when I got there, I saw him get out and go inside the store to get his food. So I was like, oh, so they they ain't doing nothing with it. So I went in to get the food, and just like your situation, it was sitting right there the whole time, like right up in the front. Now, luckily, mine was only, you know, maybe it was 15 minutes or something like that because I didn't wait that long before I went in, but I was like, they just wasn't never going to bring my stuff out. Yeah, <laughs> so, and they, they and, ask and it, you a lot of stuff too. They be like, "What color is your car? Yeah, What's your license plate number? What you look like?" You be like, <laughs> "You giving them all information, and they still don't come right. out." Yeah, and it don't look like there was anybody doing that task. And I think what it is is everybody's having so staff, hard filling staff, positions, staff, yeah. like they just don't have the staff to do it anymore. But it's like curbside is dead. Yeah, I oh, even right. said I took I took the family to Chili's the other day, and like literally, there was like. I think there were two people in there working. Like no, and it was, there was like maybe like eight people in there in there sitting down in the different tables, you know, groups or whatever like that. But like there was like two. I think it was one person working in the kitchen and one person like doing the bartending, you know, server, all that stuff like that. It's like how can you even keep a, a, a business running? You don't. You need more people in this, you yeah. know. But I don't, they don't want to pay. I guess. I guess is what they're doing, man. So yeah, you, uh, take out. I think you better come inside and get it, or you ain't, you ain't gonna get it. That's what I told the manager when I talked the, to him too. When I called, I was like. Hey, like if you guys were too busy or if you guys don't have anybody working the station, you guys should have just said, yeah, just yeah. say something. Like I would have run in, but don't have me thinking that I can rely on. Well, maybe the host supposed to run it out. She don't, you know, they don't know. I mean, you, you, I think they're, you know, there's new people. So maybe like the, maybe the hostess was, was supposed to bring it out to you, but maybe they didn't. Well, know, the thing is you know. he answered the phone when I called the first time. So it was like, he was the manager. And I truly just felt like, because whenever I called back and asked to speak to the manager, I talked to him and I was like, I talked to you and told you what spot I was she in. Asked so to speak to the manager. <laughs> yeah, that? I did. Black hair sure did. But my she thing, always <laughs> whatever. <laughs> my thing is, is that. Both tops. He should have just said that from jump, or if he felt like, "Hey, I'm the manager. I'm above bringing your food out." Then he should have made sure that the mm. the message got to whoever was supposed to do it, or told me to come inside. Mm. I, didn't, I mean, I wouldn't have cared. Like if he said come inside, I would have been like, "All right, no big deal." But don't have me waiting out there like that. We mm. talked about robots before. That's what they need to automate: <laughs> bringing food out. Like that's easy to do. It could read the receipt, bring it out to your car. Robot food delivery. 
That shit. I would uh, shout out to Cheesecake Factory. Me and the wife often uh, drive out there for a date. Oh. We just drive out there and get a piece of cheesecake and drive back. Because that's a good 45 minutes that we ain't got to hear no kids <laughs> screaming our name. <laughs> so they do bring the food out. I mean, you just sit at the sign. Nobody ever brings it out without you calling. You do have to call and say, I'm out here. But once you say, I'm out here, they bring it out. Nice. And it ain't been sitting out. It's, it's cold. Nice. Yeah, there's like there's like a Chinese restaurant around here. And like I remember after the COVID, like they they, they set theirs up. Like basically, like when you first walked in, like the counter was, you know, way in the, like in the back of the restaurant. But like when they started doing like the, the, you know, you had to come inside to come get your food and you had to pay like on the phone. They wouldn't, they wouldn't do no, they wouldn't do no interaction with you like in the store. They would tell you like, okay, call this number. And they say, okay, you can come on in. And then when you come inside, like you've come in through the door and like right, at, right as soon as you open the door, like there's a table and that table had your food on it and you just get it and walk back out. And they were like 10, 15 feet behind the counter other there. <laughs> and they were just like, they were like, no, 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 inter- don't ask for no condiments. No, it's on the table. Grab what you need to go and get back out. That's all. That's all it was. Those early days, man. Wild, wild times. All right, what about you, box wine, Poppy? Or Shonda, were you done? done? Were, were you finished? Box wine, how was your weekend brownness? Uh, week was pretty boring. Uh, kid is sick again, uh, so I had to do all the COVID stuff. So, yeah, we had like a, a Veterans Day off, so I had to run and get a COVID test, negative, all that stuff like that. But, yeah, I had to do all that stuff, man. So, no school on Friday. Uh, and other than that, man, uh, look, man, last year for you know Christmas holidays, you know, I always get pictures from people. And last year, you know, we put them on little things like, oh, okay, cool. But last year, and I was really insulted because <laughs> the ghetto phenom sent us a Christmas card. You know, I, and I opened it. I was like, what is this from? I open this up and I see it. And I see a little dude wearing a little polo sweater. I'm like, oh, what the hell is this? I'm like, this is a phenom. I had to put it. So I put it up there on the, and you know, with the, and the wife is like, oh, that's really nice. You know, like that. So now she's got to talk. Now you got to do it. I, see, this I, this I that's why I hate this dude, man. That's why I hate that dude. Yeah. Right? So dude, dude. yeah. ruined it. <laughs> This dude ruined it. Now I gotta go get two these two badass kids. And look, I gotta get a hair. Look, so you see, you see, I'm struggling right now. You see all this? I get. I'm, I'm gonna get all this cleaned up tomorrow. I got an appointment at two o'clock, two fifteen tomorrow. I'm going to get all this cleaned up, get ready. So, it's, so I think Thursdays we guys will have a dude coming to the house, take pictures out there. Somebody has to be looking all happy and chipper and like respectable and stuff like that. When y'all know I'm a real sleaze bag, so I gotta do that. So that yeah, Thursday, I think we got a, 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 a photographer coming to the house. I don't know how much it's gonna cost. Who knows? God knows. Uh, and then I gotta worry about my wife. Like it's been, it's but it's been like weeks of planning. In fact, months of planning. Who's the dude we're gonna use? Where is it? We're gonna go to his house. We're gonna go there. We're gonna meet him at some park. Blah blah. I don't care. You want some leaves right. and some and some and some trees? Figure it out. There's plenty of trees out here in the in the universe. <laughs> and it's like, can I get on Amazon? You gonna wear a sweater? I, I I've been wearing basketball shorts for the last two plus years. What are you talking about? Like you want me to wear? You want to wear jeans? Like I haven't worn jeans in two years. What are you talking about? But okay, fine. Give me a sweater vest. So I gotta do all this. I'm gonna wear a collar shirt for the first time like Bow-tack in months, if not years. Vest. I'm not doing. I'm not Bentley Collins. Sorry, man. <laughs> but yeah. So and this is all because of the phenoms. This is his fault. You're welcome, man. You're welcome. You gotta top yourself this time. Most. Step in your Ryan, holiday swagger game up. Shonda, what do you do? You do you do the photos? Ryan, you do the photos? No. no. Uh, last time I did photos was when we went to Texas, so everybody did family photos. But it's about time to do it again. So we'll see. <laughs> and look, when when we did the photos. We didn't hire no stinking photographer. We set up the iPhone. <laughs> we stood in front of the Christmas tree. We hey, brought that two, sucker you up. Kid, you know how two badass kids is running around like crazy. You need the extra hand. So, yeah, we got to do that. 
I'll probably I do suppose. It. What about you, Ryan? How was your weekend blackness? Uh, my weekend blackness was, I guess, pretty black. Uh, one thing that I want to talk about, and I don't, I don't think the, I don't think the white delegation knows this, but maybe, maybe y'all, maybe it's just me. But does the is the black delegation okay with when you having a potluck or you got your your uh, cake out that you just put the cake out and take the top off and you just leave the top off? What's that about? What's that about? Okay, Shonda's shaking her head now. Mm-hmm. Phenom, what you think? You just leave oh, the food out. Explain If you have a potluck at work or a birthday luncheon, so mm-hmm. like white people, they just open the tops, open the tops, open the tops, and they just leave it all open, even even post COVID. That's nasty, man. If you don't get your pizza, whatever you getting, and close the box back. That's what you need to do. I don't like everybody just walking by and you just picking up the food. That's nasty. And so this is what happened. We had a, a luncheon come in. We had a cake. And they brought the cake around. I thought he was just showing everybody. He's like, oh, look at this cake. It looks good. I, that was questionable. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just, But we were, you know, it was, it was uh, low enough for us to see, but not close to our faces. But I'm sitting at this table. It ain't no bigger than the table I'm at right now. He sits the cake in the middle. No box, no nothing. Look like a great cake. Everybody is like, oh, what kind of cake is that? And they're like, oh, it's a raspberry chocolate. And I was like, oh, that look good too. I've never been to this place before. Maybe it's a fire cake. But guess what? Black Ryan ain't eating it now because we just talked all over the food the entire time. Everybody passing spittle across the table, across the table. I don't want it no more. Cake germs was everywhere. I don't know what happened to the cake. I don't know if anybody ate it. I just left. And I'm just like, I'm guess I won't get to try that one. So I got no problems with this, man. I'm good. I'm good. As long as you don't touch the cake, I'm cool. You still gonna eat it. Wow. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm not. I'm I'm, I'm, not look, man. I'm conservative on on some things with it, but like y'all y'all taking it too far. Like I'm, no. I'm not doing everything. Like but no, don't touch don't touch the cake. No, I don't want you breathing. Like, look, if, if you stand directly over breathing and talking and spitting on it, yeah, like Dude, the cake was right that, here. Cool. This is right here. If it's in the center <laughs> of the table, I'll take, I'll take you've got every H word, T word, like all that is just yes. like wafting across the room onto the cake. And every laugh, it's drying yes. out. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'll, I'll, I'll take a chance on it if the cake looks fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pre pre COVID, I would have been uh, I would have been okay with the cake open, but post COVID, nah, I ain't gonna be able to do it. No, I will tell you though. At work, I got a funny story. So at work, this was years ago. We had, there was like a I think it was like a retirement party or something like that. So they had like something going on in the break room, but they you know they brung in a bunch of food and stuff like that. There was this dude I work with. This man, we, we we were like, so we had the, the the big break room or the big like was up on the floor above us. So we was downstairs. So I was like, well, I'm gonna go use the restroom before I go up there, you know, just to, you know, just be, you know, go use the restroom just so I'd be ready to go, you know, so that way I, you know, I don't have to go use the restroom when up there in the break room. I knew it was gonna be, they, they're gonna do like a little presentation and stuff. So it was gonna be a while. I go in there, and this coworker of mine, older dude, he comes in there behind me to use the restroom too. So we're both in there, you know, peeing or whatever like that. I wash my hands. This dude, he don't he don't wash his hands, mm. and I'm like, I'm and I and I and I I've seen this this dude had a habit of yeah, doing this, like he, we, you know, we we, we talked, I mean, like he be talking to me, like talking to me in the whole face, like we talking about football or whatever we was talking about or like that. He just be talking, yeah, to me just, and just walk just, out, like I, and like 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 there's two urinals, we both stand beside the urinal, we talking. I walk over after done. I'm in the sink washing my hands. He's over there like, oh, I'm just going to head to the door. And then he's talking to me like as he's heading out the door. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, but I remember we was talking like he was saying he was going to head up there too. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like, but this dude ain't wash his hands. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Smash cut and go upstairs. 
they do a little ceremony so that there, there's like a thing of like i don't know like frito-lay chips or like a big boy he just puts his whole hand right up in there i'm like <laughs> I, just, I just got him in the left i was like i'm out of here but he, he put his whole hand right up in there i was like man that's the nastiest oh, thing i've seen in my life man but yeah so that stuff like i'm not doing that but like like if there's a cake right there i mean even post covid i'm not stressed about it but he put his whole hand. In. I mean, my eyes got big like sauce. My eyes like, I'm like, dog. I just seen you over there. Now, did he, did he ever like brush some uh, cupcake off the side of your mouth? Like, hey man, you got a little food right there. Let me eat touch your face. I know. That's a violation. Sicko, man. See, that's the yeah. difference in, in when you have like a black manager or as opposed to a white one. Because I had a black manager before and once she was serious about it, man. She was way more than me. One time, the, one of the attorneys came over. She just wanted to get some ice. I mean, the big ice bins and it just keeps making ice for the whole <laughs> office. She put... <laughs> Why are you interrupting my week in blackness with this wig on, man? For the listeners, this dude got a terrible wig on. I don't. I don't even know what this is supposed to be doing. This, don't tell is us that, this your, is that your wig from the uh, Squid Games? Don't tell me this is Mrs. Phenoms. Don't tell me this is Mrs. Phenoms' no. wig. You know, it didn't look. It didn't look like that before. Y'all did some role playing. No, because I got the headphones on, so it's yeah, it's all. Working. I knew you were up to something right. goofy when your video went out. I just had a feeling. <laughs> I just thought his internet went down. Mm-mm. But anyway. So the the attorney, she just decides I'm gonna stick my actual cup into the ice instead of using the scoop. She just put her whole cup in there, scooped the ice out, and somebody saw her and they were just like, "Did you just put your cup in that ice maker?" And she's like, "Yeah." And I mean, this is a huge ice machine. My manager found out she dumped that whole thing out. She had it cleaned and bleached like she was a leper. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yo, you ain't have to do it like that. That lady was appalled and she just could not believe it. Like she sent the email like apologizing, but they made a big deal out of that. That's that's not cool to put your cup in there, but at the same time, yo, you ain't have to disinfect the whole <laughs> ice thing. It's not that serious. Hey, let me let me give a word of a word of advice to like any any young people that's getting you know, college students out there that listen ain't listen to this pod. Uh when you go out to the in the real world, don't use the break room. Just don't use it. Like the coffee machine, don't use it. Don't, <laughs> the refrigerator, don't use it because Ryan gonna steal it. if he's there's fried chicken, then Ryan <laughs> definitely gonna steal it. That's false. I don't, don't want nobody nasty to, germs. Why the heck would I eat somebody's food that any, got made it? They any shared house. food type stuff, don't use it. It's just, it's just, it's just a safe way to go. Actually. If you even bring, food I don't in, use a break from coffee at all ever. If, if nah, if you bring your own food in, I ain't eating it. I don't know you. This is just how I am. Uh, update on the next door neighbors. Mm. Uh, the trash. Remember, I showed y'all the trash last week, right? So mm-hmm. I went over there. I looked because I was like, oh yeah. So Monday, mm-hmm. our trash Black picks Karen. up on Thursday. Black Karen, right? Looked over there. I'm like, ah, the trash cans ain't out yet. But I'm like, okay, usually they put it out in the morning. Keep in mind, trash did not get picked up last week. They did not put the cans out last week. Cans are are getting ready to overflow. You can see the top is coming up. You can see the bag in there. And I'm like, they have to put this trash out. Like, I don't know what they're doing. They're there. So they're making trash. They have to put this trash out. And I come out in the morning, Thursday morning. Trash cans are still not out. And I'm like, oh, maybe they'll put it out later. But usually, if it ain't out in the morning, (laughs) it ain't going out. And I come back home. Trash cans did not go out. Trash is still over there on the side of the house. The the boxes still sitting there. Shonda. Hmm. Maybe they ain't paid the bill. Dude, maybe, maybe they not. won't take the trash. I have been routinely going out on my deck, standing there like I'm on a smoke You got to pay for trash? 
Yeah. You got to pay for traffic mm-hmm. Yeah, every three months you got to pay something. It's not free. Wow. Yeah. We don't. It's not I'm rolled into our uh, our housing okay. housing bill. So hey, it was, it depends. It's, it's, like, it's, like, hey, the city, they do. I think yeah, I, I don't think they actually pay. I think that's no. covered by the city, but most yeah. municipalities in the county, you got to pay. Yes. Hey, listeners, I, I know you guys can't see this, but it is really amusing to me because, like, I mean, we know Shonda is certified black Karen. Ryan, we, <laughs> we've told you, you are you are the male black Karen. Phenom looks like a black Karen right now. <laughs> Phenom looks like, <laughs> like the black Karen you don't want to mess with. Like, if, if, if she says speak the manager, she, it, the, the manager's going to get the hands. So, <laughs> that's the one you don't want to watch out for. So, trash was still there. Come Saturday, mm. now it's windy. Now the trash is is even further down. <laughs> it is blown around. Mm. My wife, I went out there. I come back in and I'm like, these got to go. Did you say the N word? Did you say the N word? Yes, I did. But I, I'm trying not to. I'm not saying it anymore. I'm saying it's too much. Uh, I'm offended. I'm offended. Not just a hard it. R, obviously, but <laughs> sure? still, still applied. But um, so the wife said that she went out there. And what was she doing? She was messing with something on the side of the house. And she said, and the girl comes out and she runs over. And she's like, oh, my God, what is all this trash? What, what is this doing over here? And she was like, she see me standing over there. And now she want to come out and pick up this trash. She's like, she knew it's been over there all this time. Ain't no way you didn't know. And your trash yeah, ain't you, been out for two weeks. Yeah. What, what are the odds they don't have roaches? Hmm. Mm, pretty, pretty, pretty slim. Because anytime anything's on the ground outside, it stay on the ground. So Yo, man, y'all ever had like a y'all ever had like a friend that you like growing up like, or whatever, a relative like you were just like, man, they 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 live in, they live in bad out here, man. Like y'all 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 had any instances like this? Y'all going to the house and you're like, oh man, it's, it's this disgusting. Let me get the, uh, let yeah. me get up out of here quickly. It's always somebody. Yeah. Phenom, you got any good any good stories you want to share? No, none stories. Like but you know. I'm talking about him. About me, period. If it's somebody you know, you don't want to embarrass him like that. Be like, I remember when y'all had roaches. Talk about it on the pod. (laughs) I don't want to do it like that because you know it happens. It happens for a reason, I guess. I don't know, but uh, foul. That's what it is. Yeah, not always. Sometimes it just happens. So uh, she did uh, supposedly pick the trash up. All she did was jam the boxes in between the trash cans. It's, it's gonna be back out there, probably. I'm just, I'm, I'm praying. I'm praying now. Save them or move them at this point, because I don't know what else to do. Like y'all, y'all gotta go, man. Just, just move. Let somebody else buy the house. Something. Mm-hmm. So, uh, other than that, man, spend a lot of time watching some movies. I watched some bad movies. Watched some good movies. Trenton watched RoboCop. Mm, hard. Finally sat down, watched RoboCop. RoboCop's <laughs> still good. I still like it. Oh, yeah, really? I haven't seen it in ages, but I was like, let me sit down and watch it. Trenton didn't care. <laughs> didn't care at all. Kind of broke my heart because I'm like, yo, you know how long I've been waiting <laughs> for you to be old enough so I can sit down and watch Robo- RoboCop again because I want to watch it. And then mm-hmm. he wasn't paying attention. He's doing something yo, else. Yo, man, the movie's wild because like, First of all, they they dumping all over Detroit. Like they made they made Detroit like I mean it was kind of racist how they made Detroit in that movie. Like it was like oh man, you, like yeah, you just walk down the street, you just bad. get murdered for anything. Yeah. But at the time, why wouldn't we think it would get that bad? It was bad. <laughs> but also like the movie is crazy hyper violent. Like you, it is. Like you didn't think back. I mean, but like I mean that that, that robot come in the boardroom and just blow that dude away, and they just kind of like okay, let's move on. They just they just <laughs> went. He just said, "See you in the conference room in twenty minutes for the next yeah. presentation." But yeah, right. uh, I like that movie, man. I did watch uh, the movies that made us. 
because they had an episode on her. That's what made me go back and watch RoboCop because I'm like, they showing a lot on her. But that was good uh, wrap up too because I didn't know that much about the movie. Um, hmm. mm, dang, can't talk about what I'm talking about. But uh, question that I want to ask y'all. Because I noticed that I don't like watching movies again that I haven't seen until it's been long enough that I forgot. Do y'all prefer to watch like an old classic movie that you know is good? Or would you do you go out on a limb and just try something new? You know, if you're sitting down and you got a lot of time on your hands to, to watch movies. Like, how do you prefer to do it? I prefer new. Even though you're chancing it, especially on Amazon Prime. <laughs> Nine times out of ten, it's going to be trash. But if you find a gym, then it's worth it. What you think, Phenom? Old classic or new undiscovered? <laughs> we got to call him something different that week. <laughs> <laughs> I got to give him a new name. Right. <laughs> Phenomena. Uh, uh, Phenomena. <laughs> I'm definitely uh, rocking with the new joints. I really, okay. don't, I really don't watch... I don't purposely watch old movies unless, you know, like if the wife... Like she hadn't seen a bunch of classics. So if I was like, yo... I want you to see uh, Godfather or something like that. Like, I might watch it for that. Otherwise, now, if I'm just bored and Coming to America comes on, then I'll be like, yo, I'm going to sit down here and watch this. I'm not doing anything. I know it's it's dope, but I'm not going to just sit down and be like, you know what? I'm going to go watch Coming to America again. Um, I, I just rather watch new stuff. Now, that doesn't mean I haven't seen a bunch of movies a bunch of times, but I really don't. I really don't seek out like old movies to watch again. Uh, but my wife, she she's opposite. She does it all the time. Like she watches old movies and old TV shows. Uh, but now nah, I, I, I'd rather go with the new. Okay. What'd you think, Paul? Shonda. Oh. Oh. For me, uh, for me, for me, it's like the, you know, I'm the opposite. Cause like, I, I know I don't have enough time to watch anything like, like so, so something. So like, I just don't have the time to like make the investment. And if I'm going to watch something new, like I'm going to, you know, I need, I know, I know I need to have the full focus. So like, usually when I'm watching something like, it's like, okay, that's a movie I like. I watch that. You know, I, this is scene, you know, whatever, Goodfellas. I'm going to watch like the, the high scenes or whatever like that. Or it's coming to America. I'm going to watch, you know, want to watch this scene or whatever like that. So like, I'm, but I, cause I know like, in 20 minutes, something's going to be a disaster in the house or I got to go do something. So, so I, I try not to get too emotionally invested with anything. And that's the problem with, you know, with new is why I don't watch a lot of new content, as we talked about many times before with Netflix and stuff like that. So as, as you know, Ryan, it's really hard for me to watch like a, a new movie unless I really, really want to do it. So usually, yeah, it's, it's old, you know, whatever, uh, old school or uh, Step Brothers, something, you know, something like that, like comedy movie. That's usually what I, what I, if I see that on, I'll just throw it on because I know like, okay, I get a laugh and it's, you know, even though I've seen it a million times, I'll watch that for 20 minutes, something like that. But like dramas, like, you know, like really serious movies, I don't have the time. So it's, it's hard. It's hard to do that too. Okay. Sean? So for me, I don't know. Like I, I, I think probably most often I watch things that I've seen before and I know that I'm going to be entertained by. So I guess. Okay. It made me think about like Halloween. So like this past Halloween, I wanted to watch a scary movie. And while I did end up watching like the new Halloween Kills movie, before I watched that one, I ended up watching the 2018 Halloween movie because I love that. And then I also watched Annabelle Creation. So I watched those before I went to the new one because I just definitely wanted to get a, a good scary movie in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I was just curious. Another day, we're going to talk about the movie Stowaway on Netflix. The one black dude in space, you end up being a stowaway, and now they can't complete the mission. Congratulations. But they did us wrong on that one. Uh, who got to go next? I feel like nobody's gone. That's me. Everybody's gone except, okay. <clears throat> excuse me, except for me. 
The Ghetto Phenom. So I will try to be brief. Uh, since you mentioned name. Netflix, yeah, you gotta let people know who it is, you know. <laughs> no, it's, it's Ghetto Phenom. Yeah, you gotta have a different name with that wig, man. Um, since you mentioned Netflix, I did watch The Harder They Fall uh, this weekend. That's I that enjoyed Western it movie? thoroughly. It's that Western. Very, very dope movie, you know, Black Western. Uh, definitely love that. So, shout out to them. If you haven't seen it, make sure you get on Netflix and check that out. Uh, the other thing I talked about. Did you about, see what I meant about the music? No, what'd you say? You didn't think it matched or something? Yeah, just because it was weird reggae and stuff like that, even though it has something to do with the story. I'm just curious what you thought about the music. Black no, I, I didn't like really music. notice it or not. Uh, okay. It didn't stand out as something that bothered me, and I thought the movie was dope. So, yeah, it w- it was all good. Um, also, like Shonda, kind of stepped out here in these streets uh, a little bit over the weekend uh, to the Black Riot. Went to uh, a place that you know very well. Well, sort of. You don't know the the current place, but you know the situation. Hollet at our old buddy, Eric, he resurrected Poker Night. Oh, word. Mm. Now, he hadn't done it in like two years. You know, he had just gotten busy and gotten away from it. Now, this dude. Uh, was it at the barn? It was not at the oh, barn. We talked about the barn. barn. Now, he had been doing it at his house for a while. And he, he stopped, like I said, about two years ago. It was pre-COVID. And uh, Eric, like I've known Eric since like, Right after college, uh, it was probably my first, I think my first job after college, we worked together and he was playing poker like every Friday night. And so I've been playing poker with this dude for like 20 some years. And then he all of a sudden stopped. Uh, but uh, he had a birthday and said he was going to have a, you know, kind of a reunion game. So went out there, play some poker. Shout out to Derek. Uh, I forgot this dude, Derek, uh, who plays, he's uh he he! I forgot he listens to the podcast, and I hadn't said again. I hadn't seen Derek in like two years, <laughs> and he was like, "Oh yeah, man, I you know I still listen to the pod." And I was like, "Oh, oh that's cool." So shout out Appreciate to Derek it. listening to the podcast. Uh, just, he's the I other black about, poker player. I thought over about there. Eric recently, man, because I was uh, telling telling the wife about the the boxing match that he set up out at the yeah, at the park buddy. that time to have. Yo, that was crazy getting out and just cutting a, a square in the grass and just having a boxing match in a public place like that. Facts. <laughs> and he and he literally did that. He got his lawnmower. He he went. We were in this park in St. Ferdinand Park, he like cut a ring, like a big square ring. Yes. I was the promoter. I was the announcer. Uh, the homie Mike was a referee. He had his little gloves. <laughs> he had the black shirt <laughs> on. He had the black pants. Like, he took it too serious. <laughs> and it was a and good I, ball. I mean, what, I mean, they didn't like each other? What, what, it, was just for, it was just for fun? or what was, what was, what was I, And I feel like I talked about it on the pod, but it, nah, if so, no, it was I an early episode. Okay, and I actually, I got this on VHS, but I oh. got to get the <laughs> I got to get the tape converted like to uh, to digital I format. Like I got to be digital at this point. <laughs> yeah. Dude, they just thought there were Kimbo Slice out there. Just back nah, so this, this is how it happens. <laughs> it was entertaining. I'll, I'll we had to pay admission too. We did. <laughs> in got, a public part. In a public yes. part. And I got a, I hey, got a percentage it. of it too. It As the promoter, it. I got my percentage. <laughs> I got my cut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so here, this is an interesting story. So I'm going to go ahead and, and uh, jump into it. So... Uh, we were working at this insurance place, 
And me and Eric were big, always big boxing fans. That's actually how we, you know, kind of got cool talking about boxing. And there was another dude, Adam. Mr. Steal Your Friends. Who was, uh, Adam was like this dude who used to talk mad stuff. Like he was like the ghetto phenom, but he couldn't back none of it up. So he, he was a bouncer. <laughs> with, with the wig. <laughs> yeah, he was a bouncer at um like nightclubs. And I guess he did, I don't know, taekwondo, judo or something. But he was like a big, he was a big dude. And so he would always come in every Monday talking about who he whooped up at the club. Like, yeah, this guy was talking stuff and I had to throw him out and blah, blah, blah. So one day me and Eric talking about whatever fight was coming up. And he, you know, kind of said something like, y'all always talking about boxing, you know, I I whoop you, blah, blah. So it starts out as a joke because we like, yeah, we should really do this. We should have a fight. I'm, I'll be Don King. We can set it up. And people start being like, hey, I will come. Like, I will come. Like, yeah. So it started out as this joke, this ongoing joke for maybe like a month. And then we were like, yo, we should do this for real. So me and my uh, young promoter days, I made a flyer. So I remember the date because it was the same date. He's an office copier. Who did, who did he fight? You know yeah, but I'm sure copy. I did. <laughs> it was James Tony was fighting somebody and it was, it was mm. billed as the war on October 4. And so I named our fight the other war on October 4. <laughs> Very creative. And I, I made posters like, on I made posters with their pictures. I did like height, weight, yes. reach, like all of that. <laughs> we distributed it out. We decided where we were gonna do it in the park. We charged what did we charge? Like I think we just charged bucks. like three dollars or yeah, something. Yeah, like it, it wasn't much. It wasn't more than five dollars. I know. Yeah, it was like three dollars. But a lot like, of people, Yo, Ryan, you around the corner. You might as well just walk around. So I literally just walked around the corner to be like, "What are y'all doing?" <laughs> right. <laughs> So we're out here in this public park. We got this whole, we got a karaoke machine. So like we oh, announced it. How many people it. show up? How many people show up? There was a lot of people there. A lot of people from the gig showed up. It a was lot. probably like 20, 25 people from the gig showed up. And like I said, we were charging $3. A lot of people just gave like 20. They just like, here's 10, here's 20. Just <laughs> just keep it or whatever. So we like, we said, I think it was 60-40 split. Uh, or no, or maybe it was 70-30 split to the winner and the loser, but I got my like 10% (laughs) off the top. But the craziest thing is, so there's houses, at least at the time, I think these houses are gone. There were houses around the park. And so we were always worried about somebody calling calling the the cops. Right. Right. And so, but what we what didn't we realize kinda, is that we had whiteness on our side. It was so many white people there. We were, it's like they couldn't see us. We were invisible to the police. No, it, it wasn't that they couldn't see us. What ended up happening is when we got going, like, I remember seeing the first is like a man and woman kind of came out in their porch and they're looking. And I'm like, oh, shoot, you know, they're about to call the cops. And then as they saw what happened, they kind of like sat down or just like leaned against the post and started watching. <laughs> and all these people in the houses just came outside and watched. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we had this boxing match. Uh, Eric, the homie Eric, whooped up on yes, Adam, did. the bouncer. Yes, he did. Adam was like the worst fighter in the history <laughs> yes, of the world. He was. 
He kept, he kept, Mike stopped he kept putting fight. his head Mike down like, and like punching backwards. Hold on, was there ropes? Was there rope? There was no there was ropes. No it was ropes. just grass. Okay, so you just basically running. You just basically running away from me. <laughs> no, but I told you, he got a lawnmower yeah, and so cut like a ring. So there were boundaries. We had cornermen. They had stools. Yes. Um, <laughs> like it was legit. It was, a it was legit man. as a bootleg boxing <laughs> match could be. <laughs> And that hey, okay, I want to see. The, I want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and convert this. I want the DVD. <laughs> and, and Eric, Eric won by technical knockout. He did. He actually did drop uh, Adam once, yeah, but then did. Adam just like quit. Like he he was just turning his back to Eric and trying to hit him with a backhand. Mike stopped the and fight. Though. Like, Mike stopped the fight. That's why it ended. He stopped. Yeah, because. It. Because he wasn't trying to fight, yeah. he was turning his back <laughs> like, to him and trying to run away. So how many how many rounds did he go? Like three. I or think four? it was the second round when he stopped. Oh, okay. Dude, round. dude yeah. was spent. It ain't no way he could have fought any. Anymore. And we did like one minute or maybe one and a half minute rounds. It wasn't like a yeah. full three minute round. I think it was one and a half. <laughs> That's and sad. Eric, yeah. Eric dropped him once and he didn't want no more. So. Eric okay, was, so now, Eric so now, was now. boxing like for real back then. I remember, like, wasn't he trying to box for real? He was like, he was training. Yeah, yeah. he was doing he this train. for real. Like, <laughs> it ain't like he just woke up one day and was like, "Let me box this dude." But he wasn't doing it for real. For like, he just liked to train, and so I would go over his house sometimes in his garage, and we would just like work out. Like, he had a heavy bag and he had a, a speed bag, and we would just work out. He eventually did have like maybe like three amateur bouts and he hey, was fighting like 16 year old dudes okay so what, what what happened to the homie when he went to, to back to work on Monday? oh we like drove that. him <laughs> we drove him like he just he just went in the shell because right because he would talk so big and every like i said it was like 20 25 people there from the gig so everybody made fun of him like how long did he last did. after that uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even remember. He put it in his two week notice. <laughs> yeah, because 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 look, man, if I get whooped in front of like like fifty people, my job, like I'm not coming to work on Monday. I'm sorry, I'm, 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 I'm get my severance right then. He got humbled real quick. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna get that video converted. I actually looked at so I think Walgreens still does it. I was just looking at that maybe like a month ago because I found the tape and I actually have a VCR, but I don't think it works. Like I tried to hook it up and it wasn't working right so i'm gonna get that converted throw it up on youtube or something like that go viral <laughs> find that dude on social media like, right. hey, remember you asked for 20 years ago <laughs> so that was my week in blackness and uh you know 20 some year blast from the past Worth the story. uh let's get into these topics we um we 45 46 minutes in yeah. box my poppy says netflix removes Hispanic character over objections to stereotyping. I think it's stereotypical that Boxwine Poppy a has a topic on the Hispanic delegation. And no What's link. that about? Hey man, it's like once every like six months we have this so like so give me give me a second. But like <laughs> yo man there's there was there's a, a, there's, a, there's a new show uh, that's gonna be premiering on Netflix. It's called Uncoupled Stars Neil Patrick Harris. And so there was a character, not even a, a central character, but a Latina uh, housekeeper ca- character in the show. And so she's in some, some scenes. She's doing broken English, stuff like that, blah, blah. And anyway, so like, I guess some people watched, were watching this and uh, got really upset about it. And so they, they like called in and complained. And so now the maid has been yanked off the show. And 
the reason I thought thought of this because like man, you know, Ryan and I talk about this like like you know, Ryan be complaining about like uh, you know black representation movies, but like you talk about Hispanic representation, there is none. There's there's none. There's none. There there really isn't. And so like this show, like even though this is like maybe maybe they're making fun of her her accent or like that, but like the reality is that there is a maid. But they just took the character. They just they just basically just said, okay, we're just gonna do away with the entire character completely. So like now there's like a Hispanic lady that has no job because she's no longer the maid on this this little show. Who knows how good it is, man? So wanted to bring that one up. And then on top of that, hey Ryan, you've been watching Curb. Uh, I didn't watch the last episode. I watched the first one. Okay, but how many other okay, but you watched the first one. Yes. So look, man, I've been watching. I've been watching the season of Curb. There's been four Hispanic people in Curb. Yeah. In the first episode, there's the dude that was the robber that broke into the house and, got, <laughs> <Yes>. and died. <laughs> and so he didn't he didn't he didn't have no lines, but he 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 immediately I didn't turned realize the that he was brown delegation. Died. But he was brown delegation because okay. because yeah, the that's next right, scene, we saw the brother. And the next scene you see his brother. His brother owns like a taco stand, and so like he tries to blackmail Larry. Right. And so and and the blackmail is basically, hey, give me some money or you put, put my daughter who show. can't cannot act. Right. And so like so the so the third character so the third Hispanic person on Kirby Thuzan is a Hispanic girl that cannot act at all, but she's been cast. Larry has to agree to put her into his new she's show. She's doing a great job terrible. of being a terrible actor though. I, mean, I don't even know how you do girl, it. Yeah. I don't even know how you do that, but right. it's amazing. <laughs> right, but but her but her real role is like being like the the cook at like a taco chef. That that's that's her. That's you her, also you know. forget uh, was it this season with the the blow up doll and he had the maid that oh. came from Susie House. Just let me, just let me focus on this season right now because <laughs> okay. that's a, that's the three. Okay. Then the fourth, uh, like at, at Netflix, there's a, there's a whole there's like a couple that's scenes right. where they talking about like how the bathroom don't work. And there's a janitor, Hispanic janitor, is supposed to fix it, and it comes to find out like like he he keeps saying like nobody told him to fix it, but this dude got like three this dude got like three jobs all around the city as a janitor. I remember that? But like yeah. he basically and he not he basically not doing so that's it. So like in 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 four in like three episodes of Curb, we got a, a robber, a taco stand owner, a taco stand cook, and then a janitor. That's all we got, man. That's it. And that's it. It's crazy, man. I mean, so I I got too much to talk about. I'm just I'm just I'm just complaining about this, man. You, do you guys see what I'm ha- what, what, what's going on here? Like, there's there is no representation for Spanish people, man. So so black people can be complaining, but y'all got it good compared to us because there ain't nothing, man. There ain't, we, ain't got, we ain't got no blacks. We ain't got no brown superheroes. Nothing. You guys got Black Panther coming out with the the new dude. What's his name? Uh, the the Mbaku dude is the new Black Panther. We ain't got none of that, man. It's crazy. Y'all got Selma Hayek. What are you talking about? That's that's a good point. That's <laughs> a good point. You, you make a compelling case. I, I, I stand corrected. <laughs> case closed. Anyway, I'm disgusted, man. I'm just this, is, but I don't know. At the same time, man, like I, I guess it's stereotypical, but I, there's somebody who probably needs a job. So why don't they just give the lady a job? Let her let her be the let us let her let, let's see how bad it is for first for somebody just pulls it automatically like that. It's kind of crazy. Well, the thing is, you don't you don't have to pull the character you can make some adjustments because the beef was that it was just too stereotypical like mm-hmm. it says her lines were no i do that you don't clean good you always leave a ring and they stole they rob you i don't know how they get in so it's like it's just a stereotypical uh outdated Image. But every show does it. Like the blackest, the, what's the blackest AF show? Like they had a like Hispanic maids just in the background cleaning. Did y'all watch that show on on? Was that yeah. that's Netflix too? Right? Yeah. They had they just had a maid like clean up around around there. So like I don't but, know. Every show has it. So. But does she speak broken English? Because yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> on, on Black AF, yeah, she definitely did. Yeah. Look, man. 
You, you want to complain about stereotype? What about our stereotype, Massa? We've been doing this for 400 years. 400 years. Get that drop. Get that drop. <laughs> get yours. We've been doing this for how long? 50, 60, 70, 80 years that we are now allowed to act? I don't want to hear you. You were a background character. Be glad you're a background character. And move up to the front of the line, brother. Then you can have Brown Panther one day. You want Brown Panther? Get him. But until then, I do. quit hating on us. Get your own. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, like, but y'all got TV shows. Where is the Hispanic TV shows? Like the mainstream, you know, mass. I mean, you had George Lopez. That was like 20 years ago and it wasn't good. And and who else? Chico and the man. That's it, man. That's all if you got. y'all like was slaves and you could deal with the heat, you would have slave shows too. No. <laughs> we can deal with the heat. The heat is no problem. The heat, we know, straight on the heat. I mean, y'all going to have the same problem we had. We always slaves. Y'all always gardeners and housekeepers. You got to deal with it, as long as the white people are in power, I guess. What you think, Shonda? Yeah. Well, I'm curious. So, so Boxwine, you actually want the 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 maid's character to stay in there because there's no representation. Like, you feel like this is I, I a got, good place to start. No, I got. No, I I got mixed feelings on. Which is like, but I I just feel like when you watch these movies and these shows, like, like uh, don't get me wrong. Like, we got you know we got Telemundo and also that. But you talking about like an American audience? Like there there's just not a lot of brown. Mundo. There's not a lot of brown characters. So like you know at the same time like I I don't really necessarily like. I mean, I realize that Hispanic maid is a stereotype or a, a, a common thing in a movie cause for a reason, right? Because there, there's a lot of people that do. I mean, hey, that's, I mean, I, I look around my neighborhood. There's I see Hispanic maids going, people coming out, going to houses. It's, it's largely Hispanics. We know the lawn care people usually not my not mine. I got white people on my lawn. I'm I'm balling like that. But <laughs> but you know that's that's a common thing. You know, so I get that. I get that aspect of it. But so I'm, but I'm like, oh, but there, but there ain't a lot of other roles for Hispanics. Like they're not gonna. I can't think of no major Netflix. I'm sure there is a Netflix show that has a Hispanic cast, but there ain't no main ones you think of out That's there. That's what I know. What else I was going to say, Netflix has changed the game and is maybe uh, rendering your point moot, although you got other stereotypical roles, but one thing that I was just watching the other day, which is might be my favorite show to watch on TV, is uh, Narcos. Narcos Mexico. He ain't gonna get that, that credit. Drop. He ain't yeah. gonna give him credit. <laughs> it's all slaying rocks, man. Come on. Just like it, you ain't watching none of the Mexican cartoons but, that I was telling you to watch. They were good. I watched them. But just just like The Wire, The Wire was about dope dealing, and that's a very yeah. a, very stereotypical yes. thing for black folks. But The Wire is known as like transcendent TV. Like that's considered one of the best series in history. Uh, so yeah. even though the subject might be stereotypical. The way that they covered it, like the depth in which they covered it was not. So I think like the whole Narco series, like I love Narco. So I, I watch that. Yeah. Uh, and if you look at um, what Squid Game, that's not Hispanic, but Squid oh, Game, yeah. everybody watched that. That's like the most watched Netflix show. And My maybe wife show. watches mad African shows. <laughs> she likes them. I hate really? them, but there's a lot of African shows on there. Yeah. Yeah, so like Netflix is Bollywood. changing the game to where you get these opportunities and you get these jobs um, that maybe would not have been possible otherwise. Actually, ain't uh, Money Heist, ain't that Spain? It's a Spanish, a Spanish show. Okay, yeah. so there you go. And Money House is fire. I told you to watch it. You never <laughs> it, did. I, 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 watched, I watched one season. It was, it was Oh, come it was on. Okay. 
It was okay. Get this man. Get this man on the show. <laughs> it was okay. It was okay. Stop it. Anyway, I want more roles. I, do I do I want them to be all maids? No, but give, give us give us but give us more mainstream stuff. Give us more mainstream. Man. Give give us. I want to I want to be the Black Panther too, man. Come on, give me give me a give, give me a fly suit. Give me something. We ain't got there yet. Granted, we'll Sam Hayek is fine too, <laughs> but we need something else. Wait in line, brother. Wait in line. Elgana Door, Money Heist, Narcos, Surviving Escobar. Uh, it's all cocaine movies. Oh, it's, it's, it's hey. Nothing but cocaine. Movies. Oh, Club de Cuervos. That was actually pretty good. It's like a little soccer series on there. But uh, yeah, man, they getting roles. They they getting the roles, bro. And you got to watch them. If you want them to blow up, you got to watch them. And you got to do like how how many trash uh, black movies did we have to suffer through to start we, getting we these still roles? We went through, through like forty years <laughs> yeah. of like garbage, four hundred like years, years of BET, bro. Before we finally got <laughs> Hold on, black but, no, but y'all had y'all had Cosby Show, Different World, come on, uh, Fresh Prince, come on, those are mainstream big show. Where is that for the Brown delegation? Where but is that? Where I is think part of it was because, and I know now. The uh, the Brown delegation, you know, the numbers are a lot more. But during that time, like the black population was the the majority minority. So we had, Mm -hmm. you know, enough people watching enough uh, buying power to make that happen. So, um, you know, the Brown delegate, you got to support that stuff when it comes out. You had the whole black exploitation era. Y'all gotta have that yourself. Uh, <laughs> that movie there with the two heads—that was one. Yes, that one with the dude with the two heads was crazy. Having a racist head put on your body—that is a ridiculous concept and premise. And we had to endure that, Paul, so that we could one day make harder they fall. Come on, yeah. you can't just look at the success. You got to look at the struggle, <laughs> the way yeah, to got, get there. I look at all the struggle plates yes. before it's you really get there. Hard to, it's really trying to. It's really hard trying to be rationalized by by a dude with a wig on right now. Keep going. Next, Box Wine Poppy is trying to trash my wig, but Shonda is trying to thrash somebody or not Shonda, but the pastor at this church. Tell us about this, Sean. Yeah, guys. So there was this, uh, there's a church in Nashville where there was a 26-year-old man who was visiting church. He visited there like often or frequently. They were familiar with who he was, but just whenever the uh, church started to do like their altar call and approached the altar to actually bow their heads and pray, this guy, 26 years old, I can't pronounce the names. There's a lot of African names. It's like a Pentecostal African church. But um, this guy ended up uh, coming out of nowhere and pointing a gun at the congregation and was literally like waving it around, threatening to shoot the people in the congregation. So there was like a surveillance camera and it actually caught the pastor who was sort of wiggling his way up, you know, behind the guy and, and ultimately was able to like charge at him and, um, you know, wrestle him down to the ground. And like everybody else started to kind of jump in. You could see, and I, I, I felt bad. I kind of chuckled at this too. So when you guys watch the video, you could see like just whenever they tackle the guy and get him down to the ground, it's like a few people that run out the back door of the church. Like, so they weren't interested in helping to help save lives. Like they were just getting their butts out of there. They saw their opportunity, but I just thought it was really interesting because, um, I know, 
there are churches that I'm familiar with that have like armed security or have had like incidents that have happened. Of course, we know what happened in South Carolina. And I was just curious, like, have you guys ever experienced anything or seen anything like crazy, scary, dramatic, like at church? Box wine. Paul is a heathen. So no. Me, not man. I mean, it's been it's been so long since I've been to like actively going to church. I had to ask my wife. She might have. I'm sure she has some stories because yeah, their their church their 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 church she went to definitely was in the oh, hood. Uh, so she, I'm sure she got some experience. But me, it's been a long time. There probably was something. I know my granddad said like they, they were counting the money one time and someone came in there and tried to rob them or something like oh. that, but they didn't get nothing. But uh, but yeah, I got nothing good. But Ryan and, and Phenomena over there, I'm sure they got some good ones because they they be in the church all the time. Black Ryan, what about you? You said you had some stories. Yeah, uh, I do, because my church is in East St. Louis, Illinois. <laughs> so, uh, not <laughs> what is that sound? Wow, you dread gave us a, a woo. Okay, yeah, look, I, we blessed on our corner. Thank you very much. We are light on top of a shining hill. Congratulations. <laughs> so we uh. <laughs> We often have uh, little issues every once in a while of people coming up in the church that shouldn't be in the church. Um, you know, during the week, we keep the door locked. If you come up to it, we look out, we see you there. We say, Hi, what you need, brother? <laughs> and then they'd be like, oh, can I can I get a, y'all got some, uh, can I spare a dollar or a hot dog or something like that? And we'd be like, uh, nah, we, we don't have any right now. Come back to the pantry on Thursday. <laughs> Like, sometimes you got to do that because, bro, you ain't coming around here at 8 o'clock at night looking for a hot dog. You're just not. Mm-hmm. You know, pause. You you out here doing something else. You ain't got no business. And, you know, if we got food, we give it. You know, it's, it's a case by case. It depends if they know who the person is. But a lot of times you don't know them, man. You look at their face. They look shifty. Nah, we ain't got mm-hmm. nothing for you. And they'll disappear. Um, and I had a couple people. Uh, I had one dude uh, kind of. He didn't. He didn't rush the pulpit, but he was walking a little fast towards the pulpit, mm. you know. And uh, I was at the time because my dad was preaching. Like you couldn't really move until he really said "move" kind of a thing. So we was always kind of on eggshells. Like, do you know this dude? Do you not know this dude? Because he would know some people, and someone we'd be like, "Yo, I don't want to. I don't want this man in the church." But if the man was looking like, and I looked at my dad, and he'd be like, "Oh, he good." And then he was good. But sometimes you don't know, man. I didn't been heckled at church while I was preaching. Just some dude walk up to the front <laughs> row because you can't just tell the dude people to leave because like, it's Bro, a church. You suck. I had a dude heckle me. He didn't say I sucked, but he was trying to preach my sermon, <laughs> so I had to handle it like anybody handles a heckler at a comedy show or something like that. So yeah, it, it was cool. But then at one point, I was just like, "Hold on, brother! Like I'm preaching a sermon. You know, either you be quiet or you leave." And you know, he was cool after that. But yeah, he he tried to go back and forth a few times, but. It's just something you got to deal with, man. So watch your back out here. People ain't got no morals. They're going to rob your church. They're going to steal. They're going to rob you in a parking lot. They're taking the offering. That happened, I think, uh, down the street from my church at another church. They they robbed him and took it. If you come rob our church, you ain't going to get nothing. We we struggling to make the little offering that we need. We Aww. we like going around three or four times to make our little money. So chill. What do you think, Phenom? You had anything like that? Y'all live in a luxurious yeah. church. I got a couple of things. Uh, first, and actually I told Shonda about this because this happened this uh, past Saturday, most recent Saturday. I was going to talk about the week in blackness, but I figured it would fit right here. So I pull up to church 
because uh, you know Shonda and I are the dynamic duo of the AV team. <laughs> yep. okay. And so of course you I'm are getting there. We getting ready to to put together this uh, fire church production. And Shonda is, of course, already there because she gets there like an hour before me. You got notes <laughs> taken. <laughs> got to get there first. And so I, I pull up to the church. I get out the car. And I'm walking into the church. And all of a sudden, this blue pickup truck just, like, pulls up on me, like, quick. Like, in the church parking lot, he just pulls up right Yo, next man, to me. Yo, man, take that wig off, dog. We can't even <laughs> listen to you. <laughs> and now you're shaking it, too. You're like shaking it, too. You're doing it on purpose, man. Take that wig off. And, uh, and so it was a, a member of the Caucasian Get a picture Caucasian of this, Get a picture, man. Oh, I can't use it. In, in a blue truck, he pulls up. He's got a long beard. Like, you can just tell this dude is is the prototypical pro-Trump guy. So he pulls up on me in this in this big blue truck. And windows down, and you know, so I look at him. So I'm like, "Yo, what's you know, what's going on?" He's like, "Hey, you know, how you doing?" I said, "Hey, how you doing?" And he's like, "Yeah, there's this guy, and I don't remember the name." He's like, "There's this guy, the Black Ryan, and he goes to the bar, and then he proceeds to tell this joke, like this random joke, and it wasn't even a funny joke, but I'm just like, okay, so I kind of give him the little um, courtesy chuckle, yeah. and I'm like, ah, oh, okay." <laughs> And then he's like, yeah. And then he tells two more jokes. It's random dude. And I'm looking at him the whole time so because I'm like, bag. I don't know who this dude is. <laughs> he's like moving his hand. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to look oh, to no. see, like, is this dude trying, is he about to pull out the strap? Do I have to activate the phenom hands? I'm like, <laughs> it, it, it was just weird. He's like, this is what I've been waiting for all of my life. Please. <laughs> I want some trouble. One move. So he, he rattles off these three random jokes. And then he's like, all right. And he's like, he's like, uh, you know, have a good day. And he's like, I, I didn't even tell a dirty joke. Uh, 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 you're not Jesus. And then he like left. Wow. And I was like, what just happened? Okay. Let's start doing that hair, man. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. So then I walk into the church and I'm going upstairs and I see my pastor and he's like, uh, he's joking. He's like, yeah, don't, you know, I, I, I don't worry. I had the sniper rifle on him. I saw him. He's like, did he tell you some jokes? And I was like, yeah. Like, how'd you know? And I guess that's what that dude does. He just really? like pulls up on people and tells jokes. You can't trust that. Oh, man. Like around the, around the neighborhood or just in the, in that. In yeah, I guess in the neighborhood. Hey man, come on. So I don't trust that. Like he, he that's works. Weird. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, does some, some work around the church or something, but it was just, it was just weird. I got a joke too. <laughs> right. I would be worried and like then, he's trying to get people's like guard down and then like you said yeah. if he's moving his hands like he'll just get you real vulnerable and then could just do some real harm like I mean because it is in Trump right. City quite frankly so you just never yeah. know you can't be too careful right it's crazy so and then the other story this isn't that I heard but um, the homie Kyle KB uh, Shonda knows him he was telling me about a situation uh, in Kansas City where he was at a church. And he said, like, a guy came in. I think he said the guy was kind of disheveled or whatever. But he said a guy came in, sat in a pew, and the guy's kind of fid- fid- fidgeting with something. And he's sitting next to the dude. And he looked, long story short, he looks over and the guy has a pistol out. And he's like, he's playing with the magazine or something. Like he's putting the magazine in and taking it out and putting it in and taking it out. And he's just sitting there playing with this gun in the pew. And so he like gets, 
he gets up. I think he said he gets up or he had uh, somebody get up and they went and like told a usher or something like that. So they went and called the police. And so this guy's just sitting there playing with the gun. The police, you know, came quickly. They ended up like creeping in behind the dude and like jumped on the dude during service and like, you know, wrestled him and took the gun. And they ended up finding out that the dude thought the pastor and his wife had something going on or something like that. And so he was planning to like kill the pastor during this service. And for whatever reason, he was playing with the gun, I guess, in anticipation or in nervousness or whatever. But the police ended up, you know, taking him down without incident. But uh, they found out that's what he was there for. So. And pastors do be nasty, though. Pastors be out there, man. It's <laughs> wild. I'm not saying y'all's church, but I'm just saying. Never know. Pastors do be It's crazy. Yeah, so, but it was just crazy because I don't even think it was his church. I think he was visiting a church and he just happened to sit like right next to the dude and the dude's just playing. Why would you play with that? I mean, if you're going to do it, do it, man. I mean, if if you're there, you've done done all this, why you just wait? Because God is good. That's why. All the time. Yes. The gerbils did not agree. I heard him back there in the background. I wish you quit talking about him and now I could just edit it out. Keep going! (laughs) Keep going! (laughs) So, uh, that... That young man, you know, trying to pop a cap in the past at church was unsuccessful. I wonder if he waited, if he was going to wait till some hymn music played. And that was going to be his murder music. Mm-hmm. Ryan, yeah. that's your story. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're going to kill somebody, you should kill somebody to some violin music. I've always been a fan of the violin. Violin sounds pretty dope to me. If I was going to learn how to play an instrument. <laughs> as soon as I start talking. Then they got to start making noise. They get happy. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, Yes, love the violin. So, over in the country of Paraguay. Is that how you say it, Paul? Since you're learned and and traveled of sorts. So, uh, Paraguay, there's a a museum owner, 62 years old, Bernard Raymond Von Bredo. He has a Von in front of his name, so you know he's legit. Uh, He had... Uh, Stradivarius violin he was going I don't know if y'all have heard of a Stradivarius but this is like the top notch violins uh, in the uh, that the maestros all want basically I believe there's about 600 or so that are left in circulation they were made out of particular wood they cannot make these violins anymore they don't know what it is really about them that's so great they just say it's got to be the wood and so uh you can't produce, reproduce the sound. So all these violins are passed down generations or they're sold. The last one sold in 2011 for $13.1 million. So this ain't cheap. Uh, so uh, they said only 650 remain uh, left over. And I think uh, they made 960 of them. So some have been destroyed over the years. But this dude, museum owner, he's got one. He says he's going to take a trip. He asked the dude, yo, can you can you hold on to my Stradivarius violin? He said yes, and they said now uh, him, him and his 14-year-old daughter were tortured and murdered uh, because uh, two guys came to, to steal the violins from his house. Now, the only way you know I got your violins, personally, <laughs> is that you left the violins with me and told somebody that you was leaving the violins with me. Because otherwise, why would they be looking for me? They'd be looking for you. 
You ain't at home. I got the violins. How they know? But they said that the man, uh, he got wounds. They, they dragged their bodies all over the house. There's blood everywhere. So it's like they, they were torturing them and just moving them, you know, room to room, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, until they finally, you know, dragged them off and killed them. Uh, I believe the, the violin is now gone. They don't know where it is. Um, they're saying that they did arrest two, two Germans uh, that they say had something to do with this. I just thought this story was crazy, and I thought I would bring it up. Um, I don't want to go into too much detail. The The link will be in the show notes so y'all can check it out. But, man, I don't know about y'all, but I ain't dying for no violin. Bro, take the violin. The second they be like, do you have a violin? I would have gave it up. Call it snitching. Call it what you want. But I ain't dying over your violin. Uh, Shonda, what you think about it? You, you risking your life for a violin and ain't yours? And Absolutely your daughters? Not. I'm not going to risk my life for anything. Uh, no, no, this is really unfortunate. I, I'm honestly just baffled. I mean, and I guess, you know, that that is a lot of money. So I could see why it would be attractive to someone else to try to take. But what's interesting to me, I was uh, reading a story about it and it says that I guess the guy, I guess it's the guy that died. He also made headlines in the seventies for discovering, I guess a, a mammoth bone, but he didn't report the discovery for like 10 years or something like that. So gotcha. Okay. Okay. So he acquired the, okay. So he just had a history of acquiring. So I was just kind of curious. I wasn't able to make that link prior to the show, but no, it's just really crazy. And I would absolutely not risk my life for anything of quote unquote, you know, value at all. Yeah. Fina. What you think? You risking it all for some Stradivarius? Stradivarii? Is that how you say it? You can't say us's. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm throwing hands for the violin. <laughs> of course you are. You're not, <clears throat> you're not going to take my Stradivarius. And this is a little known fact. But the violin was the first instrument that the ghetto phenom ever played. Really? When I was in like third grade. They that was the only instrument they would let you play in band at my school, and so I didn't really want to play violin, but I wanted to play an instrument. So my mom was like, "You want to play an instrument? Got to play the violin." Is that a band? So Is the that violin. a band if you can only play violin? Well, no, that's I mean all they had le- that's all they had left. That was no like at I think in third grade that was the only thing they let you play. Like once okay. you got to fourth, you could play the trumpet. So in fourth grade, oh. I played the trumpet, but as a third grader. They made you play the violin. And so I played violin for like a year. And so I still, if you gave me that Stradivarius right now, I'm 99% positive that I could play Go Tell Aunt Rhody on that mode. Really? Wow. You can't play the, op- you can't play the opening to <laughs> the uh, sound trash. Up. Like, <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, what about you, Boxwine? I mean, so the article said he had four Stradivariuses. That's what that, that's what it said. So I, so I don't know what the total value of these, but I mean, I don't know if they said that. They just said four violins. I don't think all of them were Stradivarii. Okay, well, I thought it said four, but I mean, regard we talk we talk about we talk about I'm just potentially if it's four, you're talking about tens of millions of dollars, right? That's what you're, I mean, because you said one sold for thirteen point one. 
regardless of what the what, whatever the vessel of which they were murdered over, you're basically talking about potentially being murdered over tens of millions of dollars. I, I get it, you know, and they, I mean, it sounds like they they bring in like basically hitmen or assassins to help help execute this thing. So like, man, yeah, I mean. You know, that's tough, man. I mean, you know, but this is kind of stuff that goes on in these, you know, I'm not saying Paraguay is a third world country, but it's, it's you know, it's not necessarily a first world country, you know, so they, this stuff does happen down there in Latin America, mm-hmm. man, unfortunately. Now, if don't you, don't if make no Netflix have, show about it. That's all I ask. If you have whatever, 50 million, 13 million, and somebody ran up in your crib and was like, yo, give me all 50 million, are you going to do it? No. You're going to be like, heck no. We about to throw hands. We about to shoot it out. We about to do something. I'm not just about to walk into my safe and give you fifty million dollars. What is you what is you doing with fifty million in your house? But I'm saying if you had let's say it was thirteen million. If and somebody having the cash is different from having a thing that's worth that much. That's different. Yeah. How so? I think that's you. Because if you wanted the money, you thought the money was worth more, you would have sold it already. But he didn't. He kept it. So he only he only got a thing. Handing somebody a thing that they have to then turn around and sell. Like you, you gonna get caught doing that. So I wouldn't worry about. It. If I give you fifty million, like I'll never see you again. You vanish. It's it's, it's crazy, man. I I just don't I just don't see myself doing it. Nothing's worth that. Even if it's fifty million dollars, uh, they'll get caught. It's not like all your money's gone. You can't you can't just transfer. But you deal with some people, man. Like it don't matter, man. Like if you give it up, they they gotta kill you because they don't want no witnesses. You know what I'm saying? I mean that's 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 the reality of how things go nowadays, man, or ha- have been going. <laughs> Yeah, but they shot they shot the daughter in the stomach, so you know they probably just was like, "Tell us, or we gonna kill her," and that's the worst possible way to die. And, and it's, it's, it was pretty rough out here, man. But I just want to put some shed some light on that story. I, I just thought it was uh, sad and uh, crazy at the same mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Keep going, keep going. But wow, there, I mean, God. it's like the art world is people who will buy art and just keep it, you know, in their houses. So whoever. Somebody might have paid that thirteen million for their violin just to keep yeah. it in the crib. So, and it says it, it was four. It was four Stradivarius. It was four. It was wow. confirmed four. Wow. Wow. Yeah, he's stupid. <laughs> yeah. Man, right. Now, keep in mind. Wait, since since yep, you yep. stop my keep going. So that means on the black market there are now four violins, and somebody just like, hey yo, excuse me, brother, would you would you like to purchase a, a violin? It's a Stradivarius. <laughs> and they're like, huh? And they coming over and you got to do the deal. Like, yo, I want 15 million. And you be like, nah, man, I'll give you five. And like, no, you go give me at least 12. And then you got to negotiate that. And then you just hand them a violin case and walk away. They got to meet in the spot. So you buying a, a, a violin that you know people got tortured and killed over because these don't just pop up. But that's but like that's like anyway. diamonds and gold. Like that's high level stuff. That's You're worse. not just meeting people on the street. You got a broker who's reaching out to shady characters and really uh, shady yeah. countries making <laughs> yeah. calls from satellite phones. Like, it ain't, it ain't just you walking down the alley to meet somebody. Think Jeff Bezos bought one? Probably. He probably he took one up to space and he's going to yeah. throw it out in space and so just it can because. orbit the Earth. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he probably did all four of them. Crazy. Mm. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. All right, so the last topic, and we'll try to be brief with this. I know we've been going a little long, but got to talk about our favorite person on the podcast. Definitely Shonda's favorite person Me? on the podcast. None other than Mr. Robert Kelly. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> come on now. So, 
Uh, this isn't about R. Kelly, but it features R. Kelly. So there's a uh, man by the name of Brendan Hunt. And Brendan Hunt was convicted of threatening to kill an elected official. I believe this was at the January 6th uh, Capitol riots. He bust up in there. He was making threats against politicians or maybe it was like right after that, but it was connected to that. Uh, got tried, got convicted and ended up being cellmate to none other than the Pied Piper. <laughs> My mind's Shonda looks so I disgusted am. for all the listeners. He <laughs> don't want to hurt nobody. And and I almost didn't do this, but I was like, this story is just so crazy. So, of course, uh, we were talking a little bit before the pod about the ridiculousness of this whole uh, Kyle Rittenhouse case and how the judge is showing him favor. That white privilege is coming out. Well, uh, I see Mr. Hunt is trying to get this white privilege thing going on for him. So despite the fact that he threatened uh, lawmakers, including AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and he's in jail, he's like, yo, he's petitioning to try to get out or try to get a a very light sentence because threatening politicians, you know, who doesn't do that, right? And so part of his plea in trying to get a reduced sentence. You know, you got to give a reason. It's like, oh, he's so good. He reformed his life. He gave his life to the Lord or whatever. Got to give some type of reason. His reason is that he is a super talented comic uh, artist. And mm. so at let's, least let's not go too far. Let's not go too far. That's what, that's what his lawyer <laughs> what is saying. Said. He's a comic artist. No, that's what the lawyer said. He's a comic artist. That's right. He's, a, super he's a comic artist. Who cares that he's fueled by Like he could draw comic books or that he's funny. And he's an artist. Well, he, I need you, especially. He's able to make more than stick figures. Uh, That's about Black it, about Ryan, it. you are our uh, comic expert. You're the resident nerd and the resident comic head of the podcast. So I need you to go ahead and click on the link uh, so we can see. How come I can't see the link? Okay, now I do. He's got the, right. the king size annual edition of prison comics. And so uh, what he did is he made a comics with him and R. Kelly as. Uh, R. Kelly is his sidekick. He's got uh, compelling lines such as, I am the greatest R&B star in human history. How can you not know R. Kelly? Because apparently he didn't know who R. Kelly was. They say he likes Ah! heavy metal with Megadeth and stuff (laughs) like that. (laughs) I believe I can fly. Oh, man. This... First of all, this drawing is trash. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Maybe these are just this man's thumbnails, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna say he 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 wasn't trying. This is just a quick sketch, but man, they're him and R. Kelly are workout pals, bro. Time for aerobics. They doing arm circles. This is trash. <laughs> trash. Calls him R. Kelly. Yeah, I was just looking at that R. Kelly. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I think this is crazy. And his lawyer, his lawyer says that you know after spending ten months in jail, he's a changed man than the person who posted Mm. "Kill Your Senators" video. And they're saying uh, he's got a future as a comic book writer. And so I wanted to see if the Black Ryan (laughs) agrees. Should he get out of jail based on talent? Is this man? (laughs) 
<laughs> Lock him my up eight, again. My eight-year-old son. <laughs> my eight-year-old son draws better than this man right now. Uh, so no, he does not have the talent to do anything. Uh, he's a comic, all right, because that's funny. <laughs> him and R. Kelly doing aerobics together and calling him R. Selly is hilarious. So he may have a, you know, he may be a stand-up comedian, maybe. He might have the the comic chops. Maybe he'll be a comic writer. But the drawing part, nah, nah, he's trash. Yeah, I I agree. And uh, check the show notes. Uh, you got to look at these links. That's why I thought, like, just the terribleness of the drawing yeah. and the audacity <laughs> of the fact that you, like, yeah. let him out. He's really good at this. Like, he has a future in this. <laughs> no. Oh, I didn't, see, I didn't even see the cover. Whoa, the prison comics. What? This is all just right. for clout, though, right? I mean, this, this, that's all this is, right? This, this dude just wants an article written about him or something like that. I mean, obviously, he leaked this. He put this into, like, his, his like, defense documents. So that's how that's how it became public record because he put it in. He, he wanted it in there. So, like, this is all this is all clout, right? I'm, I'm, or I'm wrong. You think this is – he thought this was, like, how he was going to get out of jail. Like, showing, like, hey, I, I can I, – I, I'm cool with people. I get – you know, I'm a friendly person. I'm not really, like, a bad guy. So let me go. That's – that's what, at least what he's claiming. But doesn't doesn't make much sense, man. Hey, were they doing yoga in I real life or just go- in the um, comic strip together? No, I think I think this I is supposedly this is real. Too. Like this stuff really. I, like he I, really I, was I R. Kelly's cellmate, and they really supposedly you know struck up some type of prison friendship. So you know what, Phenom? I am gonna. I just I'm looking at the cover, the prison you know, comics keen size annual is. edition. Yeah, and. I take back what I said, man. This dude does have some skill. If you look at the anatomy of these, this man's arms, it's good. It's pretty good. The, the bicep got a weird thing, but the way you could tell a good artist is if they could draw a hand. Look at that fist. It's proper, this is man. terrible. He's got it. No, it's not terrible. He's got it. It's it's cool. Look like a it's pack of bad. hot dogs. And I ain't talking about the one at the bottom. He got about eight fingers on each hand. But the, the one with it sticking out like this, eh, sorry. I don't like how they're doing downward dog. This is uncomfortable. This is, <laughs> this is too much. No one likes how downward dog looks. <laughs> All right. In prison. Hey, the downward dog in prison is probably pretty popular. Hey, I'm a, I'm a trash comic. <laughs> I'm a terrible uh, artist in terms of drawing. And I could, I could draw this stuff. So... <laughs> Shonda, I know you have not commented. You are no R. Kelly fan. No. Any any thoughts before we close this? No, up? I just I just think it's 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 strange, and I I'm starting to agree with uh, Box Wine. I feel like he wanted some clout, but he didn't know who R. Kelly was at first. But I guess whenever he found out who he was, he maybe saw an opportunity. And that's the other part of the clout. Like, come on, man, you know who he R. Said R. Kelly he is. You know who R. Kelly is. <laughs> you know who he is. Come on now, we all know who yeah. he is. At least, come on. You, you you've heard something. You watched MTV anytime in the last twenty years. You've seen his face yeah. at least. I mean, if you listening to like he thirty seven, he ain't got no excuses. <laughs> maybe not. I don't know. You can't listen to Megadeth when you're trying to, you know, put them. You get you you got a lady, right, Mr. Hunt? You got you can you, you listen to Megadeth when you're trying to put it on the moves on with your, your probably. Lady. That's yeah. Wow. You know they listen to the that's some, talking about that, Satan. That, that's that's an, that's an extra. That's an that's an additional five to ten right there. That's an additional. That's five. a different playlist from my playlist. That ain't it. Yeah, no, I just think it's strange. I'm All right. I don't like it. <laughs> all the way around your mind's telling you no yes absolutely right. <laughs> yes. no taker 
All right, that is our show. Once again, check the show notes for links to any of the topics that we discussed. If you want to see the images, if you want to see the, the news stories, if you want to read it for yourself and see if the black delegates got it wrong, go ahead and check that out. Shonda, people want to go to the website. If they want to learn more about the show, where can they go? Blackdelegates.com. Thank you. And the Black Ryan, if people, they want to submit us information if uh our Sally's uh cellmate <laughs> if he wants to send you some comics if he wants to get the black ryan's opinion on some comics where can he send it to the black delegates pod at gmail.com send it to me i want it and i'm gonna publish it and take it for myself i'm rich baby <laughs> <laughs> and box wine poppy if people want to help out the show they want to help us grow they want to help to keep us out of a cell with uh robert kelly and uh prison comics what can they do rate review subscribe and tell a friend and tell a friend to tell a friend and again we will not be potting on thanksgiving week thank goodness so yeah you have a break for us that's why we went a little long today because we know that you gonna miss us next week uh make sure the black ryan gave you uh the email address once again i'm gonna give you the social media information we are at black delegates on instagram and twitter i am at ghetto phenom on instagram twitter at the black ryan instagram twitter or at black box wine poppy on twitter you can hit us up on any of those outlets that I just gave you. We want to see them Thanksgiving plates. I want to see if you stacking the food on top or if you're partitioning it out. Send us your plates, your struggle plates, your success plates, your flex plates. uh, And please, above all, chew with your mouth closed. (laughs) Thank you. Until next week, until uh, post-Black Friday, I'll let you next time. Peace. Picks up about three yards.